Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Chapter 3 Cats in the Bag Last last time was you were in the garden behind someone's house in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. or so, 2.30 a.m. And um, uh, Jacoby kind of led the charge into this backyard um, because he was hearing noises back there. And you all basically found someone on the ground covered with what looked to be cats crawling over them and scratching biting you're not sure what um and as we ended they all jumped on jacoby am i correct in all that yeah (laughs) all right and we're gonna bring dr winter in um and i'm gonna do it in a fairly like just a kind of a quick note kind of way so we don't have to go through a whole thing of Mm -hmm. all that but um madame trefini you left a note for dr winter right Yes, I did. And I presume, yeah, Chelmsford being fairly small and small enough that there's not that many places you could have stayed at. I assume that maybe she could have gotten to town, gone in, uh, gone to look around and check the different inns and ask um, around for you folks. And maybe you had retired for the night already by then. Yeah, that maybe she had booked a room um, not too far from yours for the night, figuring she'd see you in the morning. Does that make sense? That does make sense. All right. And Dr. Winter, does that make sense, Delia? <laughs> yes, that makes sense to me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I figure, uh, Delia, Dr. Winter, I think, would have heard some of this commotion in the middle of the night. Um, you heard what sounded like a half minute of cats screaming far off. Mm-hmm. And perhaps um, you were looking out the window trying to figure out where it was coming from. You heard a commotion in the hallway as... Um, Amos and Madame Trefini and Jacoby and someone else you haven't met before went down the hallway and out chasing something and perhaps you went running after them, I'm thinking. Yes, I did. <laughs> so that works. All right. And you've seen them kind of run behind someone's house, basically, in a residential area uh, into their garden. Um, and what you come upon is the scene of... Uh, all of them standing around, but um, now um, Jacoby is covered in what looked to be cats. Kind of dark, so it's hard to tell. Um, he's kind of yelling and screaming and cursing. And um, with that, he, you, you all hear him make a rather loud um, scream as, as something presumably bit his face or his nose or something. And he falls over. What do you do? I suppose I have to help him. And there are still cats here, by the way. Are these just like garden variety cats? You're not sure, because it is a little dark. So um, I probably did perceptions and all that last time. So maybe I'll get Dr. Winter to roll a perception, because she'd be kind of a fresh set of eyes here. Okay, so what's that ampersand? Yeah, you can use ampersand. And the number. It should be seven for you. It looks like it's got long hair and they got matted and stuff. It's almost like all of these cats are like this. And they're crawling all over both Jacoby and another figure on the ground, too. And Jacoby seems to have stopped moving. Um, so that probably concerns you. I guess I will pull my sidearm and fire. Um, what do you, so maybe we'll do initiatives here. We'll do initiative <laughs> rounds. So I will uh, add in the cats. Yeah, so it'd be I using the square, uh, using the triangle brackets thing, I, and then the step of the initiative. What number do I put in? Um, let me look at your sheet that I have here. Seven. Okay, cats. <laughs> okay, they're gonna do some nibbling, um, and then we go to Madame Trevini. Suppose I will take out 
my gun. <sighs> I suppose I ought to help him, and I will fire at the cats. So what are you doing to try to not hit um, either this other figure or Jacoby? Or are you doing anything? I'm trying not to hit the... I'm, I'm aiming towards the cats on Jacoby. Okay. Roll your firearms. Okay. So my base attack... Don't Just don't miss. Firearms. <laughs> You're going to have more trouble. Seven. Seven. Yep, that will hit. Nice. No extra successes. Okay, then have the fancy bullet in there. So that's, is it eight or nine? Should be step nine. Okay, so it's the one in the brackets. Okay. Yeah. New gun. Yeah. <laughs> Three, not much. All right, so you hit one of them. You hear a yelp, uh, not a wound or anything. Uh, do you want to describe your shot, just how you did that? I just pull it out, sigh. <sighs> Sorry, cat. <laughs> and just shoot the cat. Probably in the butt. <laughs> um, roll a perception, actually, or awareness if you have it. Okay. Awareness. So I would imagine, um, Noah, there would be a little bit of light come out of the gun, right? You would, with something like this. Yep, there'll be a muzzle flash, yep. Yeah, right, it's pretty good. So with the muzzle flash, you actually briefly get to see these actual cats um, somewhat. Um, you, while you do see the usual kind of reflection in their eyes and things like that, um, it's... Not because they're like, you're wondering if these things are even truly alive. Um, I don't know how best to describe it. Maybe it's because they're extremely bony. They're in bad shape. They're not really saying much or they seem to be swarming, which is not a normal thing for cats. So yeah, you're not sure if these are living creatures. Amos, you're up next on three. Okay. Uh, I will actually do two shots. Okay. Um, Same I'll take, target. Take my strain. Um, yep, I will shoot the cats that are climbing all over. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jacob. Poor snarky claws. I mean, poor snark. <laughs> um, and yes. Uh, okay, first shot. Yep, that hits. And get a shot. And I will take my strain and all that good stuff. Yes. Uh, there will be an extra success on that second one. Okay. So, so okay. 8 and 12. Okay, so this is first one. Ooh, 13 damage is pretty good. And this is second one. 26, okay. I can tell you now that one is obliterated. Um, let me just check something. So actually, describe both killing shots in this case. They're actually oh. not, not that um, strong, these things. Uh, sure. Uh, Amos will um, yell, Ha! Get back, foul beasts! And pull out his handgun, and he will fire the first shot, and then the second shot, uh, and both shots hit the head of the cat that he was aiming at, and they basically disintegrate. Yep. You will, uh, actually, you, you can roll perception as well, too, or awareness. Sure. <laughs> no, yeah, you're yep. just distracted by how weird this all is. Yep, those are cats. Um, yep. <laughs> Charlotte, what do you want to do now? Um, I think I'm going to follow suit. Uh, uh, I kind of step to the side of almost not trying to close the distance, but trying to get a good uh, line of sight, um, but staying, keep kind of keeping my distance. And she draws them a new medium pistol that she's purchased, and she's going to attempt to fire at some of the cat horde. Um, is it firearms? Firearms it is, yes. Oh, step nine. Okay. Pretty good. Oh, 16. Yeah, Ooh. that'll hit with an extra success. So that means you get to add plus three to your damage roll. Do I, sorry, add plus, plus two. Or I, uh, no, plus is two it two or three? Uh, three is for medium, yep. Oh, okay, so three. Um, you're, what's the damage step on the damage rating on that one? I uh, should be step eight. Okay, so it'd be 11. You'd be rolling for 11. Yep, that is definitely a wound on one of them. Um, actually, roll a step five for me, just to determine which one this is. Okay. Because the possibility you may finish off one that was already hit. Oh, oh you did. Okay. <laughs> Describe your killing shot. Um, so I think it's, like she said, she's practicing. So I think what it actually is, is just like really methodical. Uh, so when she takes the step, she takes the step to get line of sight. She plants her feet. She leans into the weight of the gun. Um, and then she just fires one shot. Um, and I think it just like penetrates the center mass. She aims for like the middle of the cat and it just like hits center mass and the cat stops moving. Okay. And I'll get you to roll a perception or awareness uh, if you have it. Yeah, I think I'll just roll aware, uh, perception. Yep. Seven, seven or four on me. Uh, it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a seven. Okay, nine. Oh, yeah, for a weird scientist, it would be yeah, uh, nine. That's pretty good. So, with all the gunfire and the how bright it, well, actually, you're already got low light vision too, but the the gunfire helps as well. 
you're also noticing that there's actually bones protruding from some of these um, some of these cats. So oh, no. not too living looking, you think. Definitely undead. Um, definitely reanimated. Dilia on one, what are you doing? Can I do evidence analysis or does that not work when you're in a fight? Um, doesn't work in a fight, but can work at, you can work at it after, though, for sure. Um, for now, you could, um, yeah, I mean, you could pass for one thing, or you could, uh, I have to look up your abilities here. The only thing uh, I think I can really do is unarmed. Oh, unarmed, yeah. So would that so be, with unarmed, that would be things like trying to pick one of these things up and mm-hmm. get it off of them, that kind of thing. Kick it! Let's, yeah, kick let's, it. let's kick it. That's a good idea. Okay, yeah, kick one of these cats off their undead cats. <laughs> So you roll the step, uh, I don't know if it's eight or nine on your new sheet, but uh, eight. Okay, six. That actually misses in this case. Um, so Does you she try... hit Jacoby in the head by accident? <laughs> I'll I say mean... no on a six because she just barely missed the cat. So if it was maybe a one or two, then it gets into like, ooh, something bad happens maybe. <laughs> or, is that, or is that good? I mean, um, Madame Trefini doesn't want that to happen. Not at all. <laughs> So you take a swift kick, but uh, just barely miss one of them. And the reason you miss one of them is because it starts charging at Charlotte. And I'm going to roll for a new round. All right, Charlotte, you're at the top. You think some of these cats are heading towards your way? Um, definitely. Um, I kind of shout to almost. I almost they are definitely undead. Anything special for those? Um, shoot them faster. I do. Uh, so I keep. I'm gonna keep stepping back. Uh, if, if I can find, I don't want to find cover. I want to have as much space as possible because I don't want to get swarmed by these things. So I'm kind of gonna step back into like the middle of the open space. So like get away from behind the house and more go into the middle of the street. But I'm gonna shoot at one of these uh, things if I can. Yeah, you probably won't be able to, get to the street, but you can back up in a way that um, uh, gives you some space. Now, before you roll in that. Um, as a simple action, you could activate your um, ethereal oscillator as a reminder. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I had to do it before, if it was like a at thing I do at the time of. I, I th- Yeah, uh, I th- it's a good question whether you want to. Yeah, maybe you do want them to kind of get on you first and then try it. See right. what happens. I think that's kind of the idea too. Like I want, but I want to, I want to, I don't want the first one. I didn't think they're going to swarm me. So I want to wait till like they try to more than one, try to pounce on me and then like try okay. to test that it. Makes sense. All right. So yeah, are you rolling firearms though? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Do that. So let me double check what that firearms is. Oh, it's nine actually. Seven. That just barely hits. Ooh. Okay. I think it was eight. Uh, almost on the medium. Yeah, don't eight. Yep. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Four. Not much, but it's something. Next up are the cats, so they are going to try to leap onto you, and so I'm going to roll a bunch of those. Okay. Make sure I got the right um, step here. So now would probably be good to have a look at what the shield spell does. Uh, does yeah. anybody... I can do a quick look up of that. I'm like, while I'm here about to die. <laughs> well, you get to try out your device you want to try. Okay. So that'll cost you three strain to use. Okay. Um, so you take three points of damage when you use it. Puts up a barrier that protects you against against physical damage, it says. Um, it says you have to make a spellcasting test, but I know it says on your device that you don't need to do that, that you're it's just automate, automatically successful. Um, but you do get to roll an effect test, and I do believe you have that down on there. And Check my belongings. Yep, step eight, it says. Yep, all right, so uh, roll that. Okay, yeah. So she like reaches for the belt when all these things go to pounce on her. She reaches for the belt and she as she pulls it and makes like this whining sound, like the ripcord, like and then but that like zipping noise kind of like amplifies and echoes. And as you see like a quick flash of light run through the glass, it shatters and that electricity kind of like extends out between the glass and makes like this like field around her. Um, yeah, and that six. I don't know what six does. Is that hopefully how much it protects me from? Yeah. So it uh, says. Uh... But let's see here. So the result is the barrier rating of the shield. Um, I think it lasts uh, until it's dispelled, more or less. Um, let me check. Duration. Rank rounds. Okay. Um, what is the rank of this, I wonder? Uh, right. What is create, create device. Okay. What's your rank of create device? Uh, three. There we go. So we'll use that. Three rounds. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, now i got to go back to the channel here. If I could only get it to spin. <laughs> Dr. Winter next. I will punch one of them in the head. <laughs> okay. 
Roll the unarmed combat. Oh, nine. That'll hit. So, uh, for damage, I believe you roll your strength step is what you do. So that for you is uh, strength step is six. So you can roll six. Okay. And seven points. That's really good. All right. And so I guess describe how you punch or kick this thing. Run up to it and punch it in the head. <laughs> good. <laughs> Uh, next up is Metamtrophini. So I'm going to take a step back because they're getting closer to where I am. Uh, but I'm also, and instead of using the gun, I'm actually going to cast Detect to sort of to see if I can detect if there's a spirit. Like, because okay. I, I have a suspicion on this. So I'm just going to do like the Detect Spirits and see if my suspicion is correct. Yeah, roll that. Okay. Okay. What's the Mystic Defense? Um, actually, that will do it. Just barely. These are not very powerful things. So five will hit Excellent. Mystic Defense. Excellent. So these so are uh, spirits for sure. Um, they are not very strong ones. They are definitely not sentient ones or sapient. Does it either. feel like multiple or just one big one? Multiple, I oh. think. But not very strong ones. They, they do seem to to be acting like a swarm, and there does seem to be a very mild connection between them. Um, that will be my turn. So I'm assuming I can't also shoot my guns. Alright, I will do the same as last time. Okay, roll that. First shot. Oh, yeah, that's an extra success. And Second that'll shot. hit. Yep. I'm assuming the neither of these are the one that's on Charlotte. <laughs> Actually, I would try and shoot that one if I can. Okay, well, yeah, you can hit it then. You just shoot me directly in the chest, basically. <laughs> uh, no, I basically uh, Amos will step to the side so he can get a good bead on it and then he yeah, fire. Oh, that's, that's what I <laughs> What he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sean probably like, as a, like the bullet just like takes this thing off her chest. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to get my numbers right here, sorry. Uh, yep, that was wrong. Oops. Okay, good. Another check. Okay, so this the one on her. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll knock it out dead. Basically. Okay, and then random cat number two. <laughs> While I was looking at that cat's Locked face, and then, then she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. basically, uh, Amos steps to the side um, just to get a good beat on it, uh, fires one shot at the one that is clutched onto your armor, <laughs> and blasts it off, and then fires at random cat number two that is just trying to get through the force field. Okay, yeah. And, and of course, hits them both in the head. <laughs> yep. As they both fall, um, you all notice that the other cats that remain are actually getting very lethargic um, and then actually basically collapse um, within a few seconds. I like it. Yeah. Um, let's go one at a time. Amos, what would Amos do? Uh, he will go over and um, take care of the cats that kind of collapsed and just basically stomp on them to make sure that they're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Excellent. Um, and then he will start reloading his gun <laughs> and, and keep Charlotte. a watch and charlotte oh um so sh i don't know how these things are moving i want to take a closer look at their bodies w are these animated creatures or was something driving them um i don't know if I, I have magic lore and natural philosophy i don't know if either of those are applicable to see if i can figure out if these were like somebody sent these here, if they were under some kind of influence, or they were just like random magical creatures. Yeah, I would do a roll of magic lore, and then uh, probably Madame Trefini might have her own theories as well too. Damn, <laughs> yeah, not very much on a three. But Madame Trefini, do you have any uh, theories to respond to Charlotte with? Well, there were quite a few. They each had their own weak spirit, and I'm wondering, perhaps they were connected to each other somehow. The spirits of the swarm of not living cats. And perhaps like as we weakened them, as we took them off, they it weakened them as a whole and that's why they've collapsed. And Dr. Winter, it's very good that you're here. I'm so glad you were able to join us, especially since one of ours, the cowboy seems to be injured. I'm just gonna go check on this gentleman here and I'm gonna move over to the other person who was there already getting mobbed by cats. <laughs> Quite and right. check on nice them. Nice to see you, madam. I don't think we've met. I'm uh, Charlotte Tiddlewink at your service. Hello. Um, go ahead. She, or do you introduce yourself as doc doctor? Yes, Dr. Winter. Do you need uh, my help? Are you are you injured? Oh no, I just I always like to study under people if I can. 
Well, I would like to examine these um, dead cats. Can I use my anatomy knowledge on this, Bob? Or is that not the type yeah, of anatomy you, that... You could give it a try. I'd say that's not a bad idea. You've done it before with the um, scarecrow thing, I think. <laughs> okay, eight. Yeah, these are... They definitely have been dead for probably a, not very long because they still have fur. Um, so you, it's kind of like they, if these are reanimated in some way, they haven't been decomposing for very long, basically. Okay. Interesting. Um, Madam Winter, um, would you be able to have a look at these two and see if there's anything to be done? Uh, Jacoby, you mean? Uh, yes, and whoever that other gentleman is. Okay, yeah, yes, a, I can. Should yeah, we just go a, off to the side and and I'll look into them? Uh, quite right. And I will pull them over to where she's setting up shop. Okay. And uh, maybe get Dr. Winter to roll a physician check. Okay. So I think it is at the top of your uh, skill sheet. Uh, nine. That sounds about right. Yep. I would just like to note that Charlotte is following like over your shoulder and just watching everything you do. <laughs> okay. And I'll get you to roll one more time since there's two individuals okay. here. And I'll get you to tag it as well. So 10. All right. So we'll say with the individual who is unknown at this moment, all you can really tell is they're not breathing anymore and you're not sure if they're even alive anymore. Okay. Whereas um, Jacoby, yeah, he is asleep, unconscious. You think um, with the scrapes on his face and the bite, um, you think he may have been poisoned. Okay. And um, yeah, you don't know if uh, maybe that's why he's asleep. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he's unconscious from, like, having been battered or bitten too much. It may be more of something in the blood. So is this where I can do some evidence analysis or no? Yeah, you could do that. So uh, roll evidence analysis. Also, I did dispel the shield. I'm, just, I'm not just standing there with a crackling electrical field. <laughs> it would disperse in about 12 seconds, though. <laughs> I think that would be amusing, though. You just keep it going and have a chat. I probably would have seen how long it went and then been like, oh, yeah, I can join the group now. <laughs> Didn't get very high on that one, so that's not too useful. Okay, four. Yeah, that's not enough for much in terms of questions. Um, Maybe it's a bit too dark out in the middle of the night and everything for you to really tell much of what's going on. So should we try to maybe get Amos and try to bring Jacoby back to the hotel? Or what should we do with these people? Um, You could could carry him over your shoulder. Um, (laughs) Yes, of course I could. Um, however, first, let me just see where these came from so that we can start again tomorrow. And I'm going to do a tracking roll if I can. Good idea. I'll roll that then. Okay. And I'll have my... I'll actually go over and I'll flip down my little magnifying thing and I'll start literally crawling around the ground trying to find where they came from. <laughs> uh, and you have low light vision too, so... I do. Uh, heat sight. Heat sight. Even heat better, sight. actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 11, you can definitely track. Uh, the tracks go basically out of the garden down the street, up an alleyway, then down another street. Um, if you were to follow this a bit, you do notice it going down the road towards the estate that had been mentioned. Um, as soon as it looks like they're heading towards the estate, I will immediately <laughs> just backtrack and basically pick up pick up our poor cowboy. And like, today, All right, quite right, <laughs> let's go. Should we do okay. something with the other person? Alert somebody? Um, I will actually sling him up over my other shoulder. <laughs> well, we can do that. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll go find the authorities to report this poor fellow to. Um, yeah, Madame Truffini, maybe to roll a knowledge test, just a general one, so perception-based. Sure. Eleven. Okay, so you would know that there's basically kind of a constabulatory that you can go um, uh, that would be open at night that you could probably carry this poor body, you're pretty sure, uh, over to there. So I'm going to sort of, you know, make sure I'm straight and neat, then lead the way to the constabulary. The way, madam. This way. I can help you carry one of them. Oh, it's fine. And he'll just trundle off. (laughs) All right. Don't need the cowboy to be comfortable, remember, Amos. And she gives a slight smile. Quite right. Quite right. And he Uh, will chuckle as he he wanders along behind her. (laughs) Yeah, I join along. And um, as you're approaching there, there's this big burly troll outside there who calls out, Oi, what's, what's, what's going on? Strange yowly noise earlier. We investigated and found a bunch of cats. This poor fellow was a 
under them all. And she is motions he... for him to drop the to, to offer up the other body. Is he okay? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be breathing. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I guess uh, I will have to consult with the coroner. Can I get your names and of addresses course. and so for following up? I give our names and tell him which inn he can find us at. <clears throat> it is a little sketchy just dropping off a body at yeah. the police station at night. But <laughs> yeah, I then also mention where the atta- where we discovered the attack. Okay. Yeah, he will basically kind of note that all down. And um, yeah. uh, I would say it's just a little too above board seeming for them to be terribly suspicious. Yeah. Like who would just go drop off a body at the police station <laughs> if they couldn't? Just leave it where it was. So they will, there was lots uh, of evidence of us being there. I figured, yeah, probably. save them the time. Yep. I, I yep. will also, I will also do some name dropping just so that they know that we're on the up and up. Okay. Uh, do you want to roll um, streetwise? Yeah, streetwise. That would be a smart one. Sure. We'll have first impression. Oh no, I don't have that. I don't actually have points no. in it. <laughs> I think Doctor Winter does have that though, but. Depends if uh, she would want to insert herself in this. I mean, on a seven, you're doing pretty good. What was yeah. that? First impression after Nemo. So roll first impression, and that'll tell us how that goes. Oh, seven's pretty good. All right, so what would you say to him, uh, Dilia? Say to who? Uh, the officer. Just that we were engaged in a very scary fight with um, some very odd cats and we you know we we thought we would do the right thing by bringing this body in and uh hopefully whoever this person's family is can come and claim it sounds good okay so uh what are you folks in general doing for the rest of the night back to the uh, i head first back to where all the bodies of the cats are and i'm gonna collect i'm gonna like take two of them with me back to the end <laughs> to my room does Charlotte still want to stay in the same roof? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Do I see you do that? Or are you trying to do that, like, I'm on the DL? On, oh, no, no, no. I, like, sort through them to find two that aren't, like, that are still mostly intact so that I can and start breathe, and start carrying them back. Uh, here, madam, use this bag. Why, thank you. What so do helpful. you intend to do there? That is them, of course. There's some sort of supernatural something to them. Uh, quite right. I have a feeling that there'll be a bone that's not a bone. Or something along those lines, yes. I will assist. And that is why we are here, after all. <clears throat> well, I'd be happy to assist, madam. Yeah, don't oh, hold you. all the fun. I'm just bringing them back. Um, but I would love to be of assistance as well. We could grab a few more if we all want one. You start putting cats. The cats are in the bag now. <laughs> <laughs> we will put the cats in the bag. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great. So we get like four so that we can each have a cat to play with? Yeah. There you go. I purposely only get four. I do not get a a fifth one for Jacoby in case he wakes up. He doesn't get one. (laughs) Science. Magic. I imagine you all return to the inn. Try to be as quiet as possible, I guess. Um, Yes. But um, I'll get everyone to roll. Uh, I'll just go one by one and see what technique you might use to investigate well, uh, these cats. So let's start with Charlotte. What would well, you I have magic theory, research, knowledge, natural philosophy, and knowledge of magic lore. Okay, so magic theory. Let's try magic theory. Okay. A little magic theory thing. Oh, 13. Okay. Um, in terms of things you may have read about reanimating, um, okay. you haven't touched on upon the subject much because you're a weird scientist kind of person you deal more with like how to see potion machines maybe potions things like that you, you don't tend to deal with these reanimating of dead things but you do um know that there there has been um you've been reading recently of a lot of secret societies coming up um lately around um different kinds of things and one of those things that caught your eye a while back was secret society and nobody had a name for them yet but that were potentially raising the dead um or trying to at least in a very in trying to be discreet about it enough that nobody knows the name of them or how they're exactly getting up to this but um you're kind of reminded of that as you study this um this poor cat oh 
is quite interesting. Um, I think you've given me and Charlotte a very evil idea. I think, um, but I don't know. But I don't think this. Unfortunately, I don't think this is a session that will last long enough for that to come to fruition. But <laughs> um, I, I see that I go. They're using. They're wasting the form. But I see the function. Um, and my thought was like, yeah. What if you just use the body and replace the parts that were broken with machinery? Um, <laughs> so instead of getting clues, you got more evil ideas. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think I explain. I go. I, well, to add to whatever else anybody researches is, I think there are secret societies that are trying to do this. They are specifically targeting and trying to reanimate the dead. I don't know what, through what means, though. Um, it's terribly inefficient, I think. Let's go to Madame Truffini. How would she be studying this? Um, she is quite literally going to be starting to cut it open and pulling it out. I mean, she's absolutely going to be looking at how, you know, how it happens to foliage of the occult thing. If she's, you know, see, if in case she sees something within the body that doesn't belong there, like last time there were the, the sort of almost not ceramic, but so that sort of thing that was causing the animation of things. Yeah, the plaster of Paris, uh, the plaster bones, yeah. yeah. You're not finding any plaster bones in these ones, but yeah. uh, roll your, what was it, occult? Yeah, I was doing, using yeah. occult to sort of see what I knew. And- yeah, because one of the things is this creature seems to be more or less intact uh, and not that long ago did it die. 14 is yeah. really good, though. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, so 14... Um, let me think here. So on the occult, uh, you um, are wondering, um, partly thinking back to what was happening during Halloween and this here, and you're wondering, well, why was I sent here for this? Is this connected to the other people? Are there, um, is there one society keeping track of another society? Or is there, um, yeah, who? you're not sure who it is, of course, like that you mm-hmm. can't gain that from here. But um, trying to think of a good clue in here. I mean, they are mm. both. They both had dealt with animated things. Just one of dead bodies, one of random objects. Yeah. So uh, maybe one thing that pieces together in your mind is you think, well, the first ones they seem to have kind of assembled something from bones, and they needed something to put that together. This one seems to be they've taken something fresh, dead, and animated it, and it's. You almost seem like maybe this is either a different group or it's an advancement of the same group. Yeah. Is there any sign of like that sort of dust that she used for fertilizing that giant pumpkin? No. Like anything like that? No. Okay. No. Nothing like that. Um, I'm just going to do a quick lookup of magic theory just to see if there's anything else I should be providing because I forgot what exactly that um, ability does. I believe it's kind of the equivalent of pattern craft in Earth Dawn, right? So. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Better understandings of the applications of magic. Okay. Identifying spells. Okay. Is part yeah. of it. So, yeah, on 14, you're definitely thinking this is some kind of reanimation spell for sure. Um, but it was. Whereas perhaps the last time it was almost more of an animation spell than a reanimation spell. Okay. Might be the difference. Um, Amos, what are you doing with yours? I'm thinking I'm going to use my uh, knowledge of wild animals to see if there's anything that maybe there that shouldn't be. Okay. Yeah. Roll that. (laughs) Okay. You're at least going to get one obvious thing in this, but we'll see how the roll goes. Okay. And would my uh, magnifying loop thing help on that or no? Uh, no, I'd say you'd probably be using that as part of, part of this. Maybe just to... We'll just take that into account in the description. Of what okay. Fair enough. Then it would be this. Where is that thing? Okay, six. Cool. So one thing that didn't, doesn't normally belong is there's definitely a um, collar on this cat. Uh, this one appears to actually be someone's cat. And I will look to see if there is a name and or anything on it. Uh, fluffy. And <laughs> there is an address, though. Um, and, and we'll say, um, yeah, engraved on the... Uh, is it um, local? It is local, yeah. Hmm. There is an address. Hmm. Maybe check that in the morning. Oh, uh, Madam Winter, um, I don't suppose you could maybe help our compatriot that is direly wounded help him recover by chance? Yes, I can do that. I will use my physician 
Yeah, yeah. Use that just to maybe diagnose what he needs. Okay. Now that he's um, laying there, lying comfortably. <laughs> yeah. He Some doesn't six. need to be too comfortable. <laughs> you think he may just need to sleep it out? Uh, he does yeah, seem he to be. He seems when to be he wakes snoring. up, make sure he gets some water. Fair enough. I think he'll be all right. So oh, guys, that's good news. You can hear Ish. him snoring and so on. So <laughs> <laughs> seems like whatever it was, just put him to sleep. Um, Doctor Winter, what are you doing with the, one of these cats for investigating? Can I use the natural philosophy? Um, is that think, for me? I think I think that's the other name for physics. But you could do an evidence analysis again if you wanted to. Okay, so do that. Oh, seven. Okay, so you get one question. Uh, how or what question? You can just pose as a player. So, how are they sort of, how were they alive um, if they weren't actually alive anymore? Okay, so the way you'll probably gain that knowledge is um, probably just through the discussions that Madame Trefini and Charlotte have had here. Is that, yeah, I'd say probably for your character, it's a bit mystifying seeing something <laughs> undead. Yeah. Um, you, you did see the scarecrows and stuff before, but that was something that you thought maybe just some magic trickery, um, more or less like puppets. But this is something else. Um, you do think there probably was magic involved, maybe a mage or a shaman, um, someone of either of those backgrounds. Um, yeah, I would say that's kind of the main new stuff you got is that it would be a mage or a shaman was behind this. Okay. And anyone else, anyone else doing anything for the night? All we're going to get tonight. I am perhaps go back to sleep and look into things in the morning when we've actually had some sleep and food. Fair enough, madam. Uh, with that, I shall retire then. And Amos will um, tilt his hat and head out. <laughs> All right. And imagine you can probably pick up um, Jacoby and throw him in his bed and yep. um, in that room, put a glass of water beside his bed, I guess. No need to make him too comfortable. Fair enough, madam. Fair enough. That's a rude interruption. Yep. I will unceremoniously dump him on his bed, and but I will be nice and put a glass of water next to the bed for him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, next morning, I, I'd imagine Dr. Winter's going back to her room as well. And, um, yeah, next morning, you have a couple different leads. Which one do you Same. folks want to follow? Well, first, wow. I want breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I can imagine you probably all meet at the breakfast table, except for Jacoby downstairs. He doesn't seem to be wanting to wake up, so I guess we'll just leave him for the day. There are just like bags under Charlotte's eyes. She she looks like she hasn't slept like at all. Madame Jumfini comes down. She looks like she slept and gotten herself done up nicely again for the day. Well, Doctor is hungry, but she slept a little bit. Um, so, uh, just to put things in perspective, I, I believe I have two different things. Uh, we can check on the owner of the cat, uh, or we can leave off where I stopped tracking them yesterday. And just as a point of convenience, the direction that they were heading towards, you do have to pass by the church that um, was mentioned before. Do you want well. to go? So you, you we, have that we, as an opportunity. Yeah, we had thought about going and seeing the father, who was the one who reported in. Quite right. That's uh, that is headed towards the estate, which is yes. where the tracks went anyway. So, and we want to look into the estate. I'm sure. Oh yes. So I guess we don't. I think we really need to go see the owner of the cat. It probably just died. No need <laughs> to enough. drag them through that. So off to the church. Off to church. Then follow the tracks up to wherever they lead. Does that sound good to everybody then? Uh, minor alteration. Uh, the tracks, we can pick them up where I left off. They go in that direction anyway. And then we can stop by the church on the way. Oops. Fair enough. Then let's roll. Right. <laughs> Charlotte, a bit tired. Mm. Have a stiff cup of tea and get. let's get on with it. Please. Um, Amos, you do find that uh, by coincidence on the way um, to where you were tracking, you are able to actually notice the address of the person that um, had... Uh, was engraved on the pet uh, collar, and I can just like quickly basically say that all I was you gonna say I was gonna just have a glance in their backyard and see if there's a fresh hole. No, nothing like that. Um, you do, f you can find out though. Uh, I'm just gonna just kind of quickly go through it. Um, you'll find out though they are actually buried at the pet cemetery um, <laughs> further up the road, right? And just at the of edge edge of the estate, actually. I appreciate the help. Thank you very much. 
and, and I will um, stomp off. <laughs> it's basically a section of the uh, regular cemetery up there. Oh dear. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so you head back to your tracking spot. Do you want to continue uh, your tracking roll, or are you just going to follow up the road, resuming? We'll continue the tracking roll and see if it goes anywhere interesting. Okay, so roll your tracking. Okay. Yeah, that's good. You can continue following it, and it basically does head straight up the road and past the church. Uh, yep, so basically, um, he uh, when he gets to the spot he, lo- he stopped last night, he gets down on all fours and crawls around the ground looking for things and puts his little thing down over his eye off of his goggles. And he crawls around for a bit and he says, ah, there it is, and starts heading off in the direction. So, um, along the way there, you see this fairly... Uh, so on the way there, you see this fairly modest, um, small church, um, St. Giles. Anglican Church of the Reborn, it's called. And um, it does a fair amount of land around it, though. Um, fairly well-kept land. And it is just below uh, the hill which leads to Thessinger Estate, also known as the Lord's Estate. And um, you do see some people walking in and out of there. There's a um, seem to be fair, some fairly um, unhappy people coming in and out, from what you can tell. Um, and Madame Trefini being a medium, I think you notice this the, the most out of anyone. I'm just going to sort of motion for Amos to stop. Oh, oh. what's up, madam? We, we're at the church. Oh, and it yes, seems we are. there are some upset people also at the church. So let's be a little less weird than we normally are. And she'll just give him a grin. I will endeavor to do my best. Basically, don't crawl around on your hands and knees in the garden. Oh, no, I have the trail now. <laughs> and she'll head for the church to because she wanted to go see the father anyways. Okay. Uh, going up there, uh, who wants to be the most attentive on this one? Uh, we can do a perception roll on. She's fa- paying a fair amount of attention, so... Okay. I can be secondary. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'll get you to roll perception or awareness. Okay. Oh. Six is pretty good. Um, you do notice, while this is well kept, there are some odd-looking stones uh, in a kind of like a half moon shape, as far as you can tell, um, leading from the side of the church. Um, kind of a bit odd. They're a bit low off the ground. It's not like as high as like maybe standing stones you've seen before, but fairly low ones. Make note of them, but not go off to investigate just yet. Okay. And are you heading straight into the church? Yes, I am heading into the church. So as you folks head in, I'm assuming Madame Trefini is leading the charge here. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the human. <laughs> the human that loves her. Well, yeah. one of the two humans, I should say now. Um, and you see um, in here, it is a fairly modest church, and at the far, far end, you see this huge hulking troll um, in robes. And um, you see a, um, a slab, uh, actually, at, at the altar of the um, uh, church is the body you picked up last night, actually, being placed on... Uh, I guess for visitation for later. Mm-hmm. Mm. She just sort of... I guess that explains the uh, unhappy people, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. She moves forward and does the sort of, as she reaches the, the front, curtsies, like almost not quite to, to full knee, but like crosses herself properly. <laughs> yeah, like It's almost like she knows the steps to take. Perhaps she is, perhaps she isn't, who knows? <laughs> but she take, does them and then glances around for the father who was described to her before i don't have and my notes on me he looks down at you and you do see that he has uh, fairly big horns and uh, he is huge uh looking down at you and uh my human um two humans as he looks over at dr winter what uh brings you to the church of the reborn just passing through just in town for a little bit with our friends here and well I read a read an article in the paper that you had had part in, and I was most curious about it. I dabbled in supernatural and spiritual things, and you'd been hearing strange noises. And I we heard them ourselves last night, and I thought it best to come and talk to the source of the what brought me to town. Ah, oh, yes. And he kind of looks around a little bit, like making sure no one's kind of hearing this. <laughs> uh, shall we step outside? Of course, of course. And um, as you're headed back there, um, I'll say Charlotte, as um, maybe you're looking around a little bit and you notice kind of somewhat amusingly that there is a 
nativity scene um, put off to the side there where uh, the wise men are all boojums. Um, <laughs> and there's a baby snark Jesus in there. Sounds good. And uh, as you're looking at that, Father Tusk will kind of wryly smile and uh, and uh, gesture um, you outside. And um, he will say he will gesture towards both the boojums uh, in the group. Which is, it's two of you, right? Yes, it's two of you. Uh, there's three Boojum. Oh, no, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Two right now. There's only four. Jacob, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping. Two and two. Yeah. And uh, you'll say, well, uh, I noticed Charlotte noticed this uh, nativity scene. Mm-hmm. We, um, uh, you know, uh, the church is always adjusted based on uh, the culture it uh, wants to join its flock. Why not with uh, this new change? I, I thought it was pretty cheap. And you'll hear, you'll hear no complaints from me, and I'll wink at him. Um, I wish I could get a better look at the. So this look like a funeral, like a kind of funeral procession. Uh not a procession. It seems like they're just or kind like of a, setting setting up for a visitation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they're still set up. This is before. Well, in Britain, they never really did embalming, but this is definitely before. There's a whole lot of embalming going on. I think. Um, so time is of the essence with a visitation. Yes. Um, but. Uh, he will ask, uh, did, uh, he, yeah, you'll hear him ask as you come outside. Um, did any of you know, um, Mr. Snow? As he kind of gestures to the yeah. man inside. <laughs> as, as we leave and sort of close the door. We didn't know him, but we found him last night. Oh. You, you could say very briefly. Uh, we followed the source of a yowling. Oh, yes. So about that, what did you find? Reanimated cats. A oh. lot of reanimated cats. So it was cats, huh? Yes. Uh, how? That we're not quite sure. So we're question. Yes. Oh, I said fair question. <laughs> uh, we're not quite sure on that one just yet. And um, so you're in fa- are you following up on the article I was quoted in? I dabble. What can I say? I'm ever since changes happened. I don't just read cards anymore, and, well, anything sort of supernatural like this sort of excites me, and I like to look into it. Ah, yes. Well, normally I would say, technically, I think the Anglican Church doesn't really um, like to acknowledge some of these things, but we are a bit of a more um, free-thinking branch of it, uh, the Church of the Reborn. So um, I uh, would be very curious to know what you find and um, can provide any assistance uh, if you need. Um, we do know that one of the cats was recently buried, collar oh. and all. So, huh. So we, we were just going to... The trail leads past here, up towards the manor, so we were going to continue up that way. But I just wanted to... We wanted to stop in and check things out as we went. Is the, uh, is the graveyard attached to the church? as it usually is. Yeah, it's associated with it. Um, yeah, um, just up the hill here. Um, this site is um, old and ancient, as you can probably tell as he gestures at the kind of small standing stones there. Um, we have been um, uncovering our history here a bit lately, as of late. Of course. Have you learned anything interesting? Well, it's... Uh, it interested me that we seem to have standing stones here. I never actually knew that before, at least before um, Looking Glass Fever and all this started. Um, this was all buried uh, underneath here. And um, a few months ago, someone uh, began to dig here and uncovered it. I don't know who, but somebody exposed it. And we thought, well, why not dig up a bit of our history? Was it somebody local or someone passing through? We don't actually know, because uh, whoever did it, did it under the um, the cloak of night. Oh, dear. Of course. Did anybody see anything at all that we could talk to? Yeah, let's see here. Get someone to roll... Um, let me think here. Just trying to think if there's a narrative role we could do here. Streetwise? Yeah. Do a roll streetwise. Yeah. Haggle and bribe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go streetwise. Or act. And remember to tag these skills. Okay, that's good. Okay, 13. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear that... Um, he'll say, well, when you mentioned that these cats are not alive in the traditional sense, that there were some disturbances up in the cemetery. Um, Do tell. 
He'll say, oh, um, Jeremy, our, uh, uh, one of our caretakers of the cemetery, uh, reported uh, the pet cemetery was very heavily disturbed recently. Um, we really just thought it was someone digging up for, you know, jewelry that people bury with their pets. Um, that does happen at time to time and um, kind of dismissed it. But um, now that you mentioned the cats were not alive and um, all this business with the uh, uh, the screams and, the, and poor Ephraim Snow here, um, it does seem like more than just um, ghouls. Yes. Did anybody pass the first time you heard the noise or was injured? Not that I am aware. All right. Has anyone gone missing recently? You'll stop and think, um, no, um, no one, I, none of my flock are certain are missing that I know of other than I from here. Well, thank you very much, Father. Well, always a pleasure. And he will kind of curtsy oddly, um, being a big <laughs> troll and, uh, <laughs> bow to you. Uh, where would you like yeah. to head next? Do we know, canonically, would our characters know why it's called the Church of the Reborn? Because they've been reborn through licking glass fever, would be my guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's common knowledge or if that's like... I don't know if it's common knowledge, but if you were to ask around, that's pretty much the answer you would get. Okay. Um, Yeah, certainly not a uh, reference to being reanimated. (laughs) No, I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be funny. Well, shall we uh, continue on and have a look at these graves? I think we should. All right. I, uh, I will stomp off towards the direction I think that they were in. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you don't have any problems, of course, finding the cemetery. Um, It's kind of on the same side of the road as the church, and then after the cemetery is the estate of uh, the Thessinger estate. Um, The... Is anyone... um, Who's in the lead in this? I guess it was A.B. Almos because of tracking, right? Yep, that's me. And Yeah, I mean, the tracks kind of disperse, and but all the dispersed tracks do lead to um, the pet section of the cemetery. Okay, fair enough. And what would you like to do there? Uh, I'm going to uh, circle the area looking for other tracks other than the cats. See if there's either or for that matter cats. See if there's any more tracks that are interesting. Okay. Um, Would tracking roll make sense for that again? Uh, Probably. Probably, (laughs) yeah. A little repetitive, but still. Whoa! Holy nineteen! Uh, well then, you didn't even use karma. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> wow! All right, uh, nineteen. You're definitely going to get something for that. Um, I'll say how this kind of works narratively is you're probably organizing everyone to kind of look around and kind of maybe showing people what to look for in the tracks and maybe uh, some kind of group effort. Sure. Um, and as you're doing that. Um, Maybe this would be interesting for Charlotte to kind of find something to point out to you. Charlotte, you're looking around and you see um, a uh, rather large, what you think to be a kind of claw print in the ground, uh, a piece of mud or something like that. And you probably wave, I'm assuming you might wave Amos over for that. Yeah, it's like a, he shows me the pattern. Like he's like, this is how you like find a track. This is how you differentiate pattern. She goes, um... Uh, almost, I think I found not a cat. I'll come look, and I'll carry on over. <laughs> and yeah, almost what you think you're looking at is a big cat. Big cat. With, with a capital B, big. Uh, um, anything big. that I would know with wild animals? Uh, yeah, roll wild animals. Okay. No. Seven's good enough to kind of basically know that um, this is much bigger than cats are, even wild ones are expected to become, so bigger than a lion. Um, What you're basically coming across here is a claw mark that um, you can tell it's feline because you've spent some time looking at a lot of tiny versions of this, but the claw goes, you know, as deep as maybe your hand um, could go into the ground at one point. And um, this has a track leading off uh, to Thessinger Estate. Yeah, this looks interesting. Large cat, very large. Enormous even. And it's headed from the estate. Well, headed to the estate, I should say. Headed to the estate. Um, Very large cat. Very exciting. (laughs) Indeed. Of course you're excited by that. (laughs) Um, Um, While we are here, I'm going to cast Detect spirit again. Okay, yeah. Not all of that. Just don't check. Imagine how much power you need to drive something that big. 
Hmm. Not so much in this case. You're not really detecting no. much. Um, can you give me a magic? Let me think. No, occult. Oh, yeah. Right. Just on the mention of a very large cat, there's a possibility that you have a, uh, a notion. Oh, and this works perfectly. All right. On a 10, um, when you were back in the bookstore, um, I'd imagine maybe you were looking around um, a few different things while Jacoby was getting his books. Yeah. And um, you're hearing this Icelandic woman talk a little bit with him about the Jack Snark series that he was picking up. And you did come across at least one um, book of Icelandic tales. Uh, and the cover of it was this giant house cat. And you just suddenly kind of remember that when Amos mentions this big, big cat thing. Huh. And you don't remember what the translation yeah. would be in English, but um, uh, let me grab it here. It is. Uh, you think yes. it said Yolakaturin? Hmm. On the cover of the book. Look around at this stuff. I'll be a few minutes. I need to go pick up a book. Um, it's important. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's um, just going to turn and take off down, back down the road. Would you like an escort? If you'd like to. Well, being as, you know, one of our members is currently under commission, uh, I think it might be in the best interest. Sure, I just to buy a book that might help us. I will stop off after. Are you two coming? Coming. <laughs> I guess Charlotte can follow along as well. He looks longingly she's... back at the tracks and it's just like, oh, right, I guess we'll come back later. It won't be hard to track, don't worry. <laughs> Maybe not at that size. And I quite, and I just sort of quick, quick march, head back down into town to the bookstore again to buy, go buy that book. Yep. And as you head in there, um, what was her name? Katrina, was it? I kind of looked yeah, I think so. I can't remember. I don't have my notes. There we go. Katrin. Uh, Miss Katrin, on a starter, um, uh, greets you. Um, oh, hello again. Um, back for more. I noticed a book yesterday and I just haven't been able to get it out of my mind and I think I'd like to pick it up. Yes, um, which she, uh, which book is that? Heads over and picks it up. Is there an Ooh. English trans? Is there an English translation? Yes, just a minute. The uh, Yule Cat. Looking for a festive uh, book, are you? Yes, I am. And um, she will pull out a um, kind of go to the back and come back with um, English translated version that she happens to have like one extra left of. Uh, maybe she had sold out of them and was keeping one. Just in case someone asked. Um, Thank you so much. And you'll notice, yeah, the title is instead Yule Katurin or the Yule Cat. I will pay her for the book, of course. And um, yeah, you can if you read through this, you, it depicts this uh, mountain dwelling um, cat that lives in the snowy mountains, usually that in the folklore will eat children uh, who don't have um, winter proper winter clothes on. And mostly seems to be a folk tale used to scare children. Yeah. I'm going to, like, literally, as we walk back towards the cemetery where we found the tracks, be reading this out loud to them, to the others. <laughs> and it's kind of a thing that basically, actually, not just children, but they'll, also, in theory, eat people who have not received new clothes for Christmas. I suppose our poor boy hadn't uh, received new clothes, new winter clothes. Perhaps we should go buy each other some gloves. Never hurts to be careful, I suppose. And if there's a clothing shop near, uh, you know, on the trek. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. So she'll buy each one of the other three a new scarf. I will buy her a new pair of gloves. Thank you. And she'll gift them each their scarf. <laughs> and for you, madam. Why, thank you, Amos. There, now we've all received some new winter clothes, just in case there's some truth behind this fairy tale. I'm do sorry. And we can one continue of the, our hunt. One of the things you do also read in this is it tends to reveal itself more at night. Being a cat, it's more of a creature of the night. Um, you're also probably wondering, having experienced the pumpkin thing and then this, if there's perhaps something true about the secret society and whether be drawing known things that would be part of folklore in order to kind of spook people extra <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Um, oh, shall we continue the hunt then? Quite right. Maybe we can find it in its lair before it does anything else tonight. So what's Amos's approach to that, if he's leading this? Um, well, first, when we get back there, um, I will get my rifle from the uh, inn on yep. our way, because uh, apparently I'm going to need something more than my sidearm. Um, and uh, when we get back to the graveyard, um, 
I'm going to basically look through my scope on it to see if there's a likely spot that a large cat could possibly use as a lair. Okay. And I imagine maybe when you go back to get your rifle, you could also leave a note for um, Jacoby in case he wakes up. Uh, yep. It'll just be a very terse note saying, uh, headed towards the estate, uh, look for us in that area. Yep. And, uh, yeah, as you go up there, uh, yeah, look, um, you're looking around your scope. So roll awareness or perception for that? Yep. <laughs> Six. Okay. So you're having, I would say, some difficulty in the daytime um, finding this layer. How long would you spend with your scope there, do you think? Oh, just uh, like just a brief view just to see if I can see something like a likely area. And if not, oh, okay. then I'll just start tracking. Yeah, so... You don't know if there's a likely area. There's several. There's just too many areas, maybe. Perhaps that's why. Okay, um, fair enough. We'll explain the lower rule. Because clearly you, you can, you know, you can scope things out. But it's just too many choices. There's like a forest here. Another little copse of trees there. There's um, there's a hill that goes down. Then you can't see what's under that area. So there's a valley. Um, then, a yeah, I've got hiding s- spots. Yeah, I'm not going to bother then. I'll just start tracking it and lead the others. Okay. Uh, world tracking then. Okay. <laughs> you get to do that a lot. You're going to get to I apparently am tracking a lot this time. <laughs> so, you know what? So that's pretty good. All right. So maybe uh, uh, describe your method for tracking something this large, I guess. Well, after I go back to the footprint that I was at. Okay. Uh, anytime is it magical can... tracking or is this just regular skill tracking? I think this is just skill tracking. Uh, it is it? one of my core. Oh, okay. So you probably do get the actual like kind of yeah. heat, heat site of... Um, little you know you actually see the kind of paw prints yeah um in front of you kind of thing as if it was like you know a heads-up display kind of thing or something yeah. in your mind exactly um, so you do get the magical version of it and as you're continuing along and following this and you're starting to trespass on uh Thessinger estate but um who knows if that's a big deal or not and um as you're doing that you're noticing these tracks are about to kind of disappear. You're about maybe 20 yards from where the tracks just stop and you're not sure why, because it's like I, an open field. I, oh, um, I will gesture for the others to stay back a bit and I will slowly, slowly, slowly creep forward, um, <laughs> looking to see if there's anything, um, either, you know, something covered up in the ground or if there's like a small cave or something or just kind of looking for anything. Okay, roll um, awareness or perception, unless you think there's something else that would work for that. Okay, tracking, but... <laughs> yeah, we do. you've already gotten the results you can out of that. Okay, um, and do you want me to roll my stealthy stride as well or no? Yes. Okay. We might as well. Good. <laughs> just to keep you on edge. <laughs> oh, is it the other team? Oh, oh yeah. Six. Yes, great. it is the other channel. Sorry, it was me. Yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Not really. Uh, yeah, and that's perception. Perception. Uh, All right, fine. Um, <laughs> with this, uh, anyone else want to try something while with this situation? Um, I'll be, yeah, I'd be ahead. keeping my eye open sort of looking around for any signs of things. Okay. What are you looking for in particular? Um, where, like, does he mention that it sort of is disappearing? Would he have mentioned the track was disappearing? Or Yeah, that's why he was doing his, his yeah. thing. So yeah. she'll be sort of looking to see if she can catch, a, catch any sign of, like, perhaps where it might have gone from there. Okay. Uh, roll awareness or perception. Okay, eight. I'm going to hold on that for a little bit. Dr. Sure. Winter, is there anything you want to do? I think I will pass on this one. Okay. <laughs> and Charlotte. Um, I think uh, I'm almost seems to be the taking point on this. I think actually Charlotte just is kind of arming herself and like watching their watching their six, like checking the perimeter to make sure okay. that they don't get jumped while they're investigating. Uh, roll perception or awareness. Four. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go back to Madame Trefini. You are looking around and you can't put your finger on it, but something seems off to you. I'm not going to give you much more than that. I'm try detecting magic. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. Because it seems likely that some sort of magic is involved if a giant cat vanishes. Five. No. Um, <laughs> nothing you can see so far. Amos, what are you up to now? Am I basically where the tracks end? You're approaching that. Um, roll one more perception or awareness. Okay. Okay, <laughs> six. You think you hear ever so slightly... Um, you think you hear ever so slightly some rather loud respiratory breathing, like it's not anyone else in the 
Correct. Um, do I have a relative direction? Near you. You're not sure where. Uh, in that case, I will immediately reach down, grab some dirt, and fling it around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do that, and some of it just kind of vanishes. Um, and I will and immediately try to blend and into something. fire in that area. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll your firearms. Okay. Okay, 12. And uh, roll your damage. Well, that's average. <laughs> so as you shoot in uh, to this that direction, you begin to see your shot actually hits something and it kind of blends in at first. And then you see motion as um, what was a camouflaged, a very, very, very camouflaged giant cat um, screeches and gets up and is not so camouflaged anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. And, uh, how big is it? Uh, let me think. So it'll go with a, we'll say about 10 feet tall. Woo! <laughs> You're a big one, aren't you? And you see it's very long. Of course, this is probably it's 10 feet tall. It's probably 30, 35 feet long and not very happy with you. Until next time, dear listeners, blessings and good health. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boojums podcast are narrated by Susanna Lewis, keeper of the Thornvale RPG podcast and producer of the upcoming Starfares audio drama. To learn more about the 1879 RPG, please refer to the episode notes. Also, I'm going to do a dance. I called Yule Cat. Oh, you did? <laughs> he, I called she Yule did. Cat to Noah. She called Yule Cat. Partway through last week, I was like, wait a minute. There's, 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 there's a tale. It's like the Yule Cat. It's the only cat thing I can think of. Yep. Nope. Well, she did funny. call it. Yeah. <laughs> I might have been like, come out, screeching out, like doing a dance. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, I like to, I pride myself on obscure, random, weird knowledge. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Cat, an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. Cat. the old cat is mm-hmm. an act. It's an actual um, Scandinavian folklore. Wow. Yeah. Didn't they make a movie? I swear I've seen a movie about it, too. Oh. I think the Yule Cat is in the Christmas Chronicles 2 mm. that came out this year. I haven't oh, seen I it also, yet, so I don't know. I was also thinking of some obscure foreign film that I probably... Oh, yeah, there's probably something obscure. <laughs>